Hey, you are now listening to the Graceway Podcast. Let's talk. Hello, everybody. Jeff Adams here, and it is time for Let's Talk. I'm sitting here next to Pastor Tim Dunn, and uh, wow, Pastor Tim, another profound message. And I don't know, it seems like these last couple of weeks especially, uh, you have been touched personally yeah. by the content of what you're doing. I just, maybe not everybody would see that, but sure. I know you, yeah. and I, I can just see those wheels turning. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think anytime you're you're thinking through things like how does God use pain, how does God use power, you, you people come into your mind, seasons come into your mind, and uh, you know stories that God has led you through come into your mind. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, all of my life, I've heard people preach and teach on Joseph, sure. who is, and, and you mentioned this. I know you don't just disagree with this. He's yeah. one of the most beautiful pictures yeah. of Jesus in the yeah. Bible. Yep. And and but here's what I think that I noticed this morning listening to you. I think we see that so clearly and have preached that so completely that we see Jesus in in Joseph to the point that we almost confuse the two. Yeah, and sure. Jesus ain't Joseph. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things that you did this morning. You put flesh on his bones. Yeah. And even though there's no you know, he he has this squeaky clean image. Right. In, in the minds of Bible commentators yeah, right. and, and preachers. Yeah. But what you did is you read between the lines, you looked inside the cracks today, <laughs> and you put flesh on his bones. Yeah, yeah. And, and you caught me and I think everybody off guard. Really? Yeah, because uh, you know, you've been telling us for weeks now, let's look for Jesus in the Bible. Yeah. And uh, you, you kind of pulled the rug out from under I us. And like, yeah, this guy's <laughs> one of the best pictures of Jesus. Now let me tell you what a freak he was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the interesting thing about it, right, is, and, and, you know, there's all kinds of debate on pictures, types, numerology, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, sometimes we lose the humanity of, of these individuals in the midst of it. And, you know, I, I'm always fascinated by that. And then that God would use this guy to picture Jesus. Yeah. I think that putting skin on somebody's story makes the types and pictures more powerful, not yeah. less. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that's a great way to look at that. One, one thing that was going through my mind, uh, this was one of those Sundays. Where, some Sundays you're, you're spinning a tail. Yeah. And, and you're taking us along on this journey, and then you, you conclude, therefore. Right, right. And today's message was one of those where there are any number of quotes that I would like to write down in my journal. Sure, sure. <laughs> you were dropping deep bombs on us all sure. the way through. And so I guess my question for you in, in light of that, uh, there's just so much here. Yeah. What would be your major takeaways from what you talked about this morning? Anybody that's listened to the message today, I think they understand what I'm talking about. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, me, oh, my. But what's the major takeaways for Pastor Tim, or what would you recommend be our major takeaways? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, Joseph, Abraham, and Jacob—they're—the rhythm's a little easier to find because of that chiasmic thing. You can, mm -hmm. you know, Joseph—he gets that dream at the beginning, and then it's, you know, zero to sixty until the end. Um, yeah, I think the thing that's that's really interesting to me is the way that God used circumstances to season 
him. Uh, appear to season him, I should say. Mm -hmm. The amount of profound, profound pain this man, actually this boy and then this yeah. man would yeah. have suffered. And to watch, uh, on one hand, Moses through the Holy Spirit doesn't let us see any of the complaints or the wrestling or any of the him trying to fight through sure. that. You just see the high points of him growing as a man, growing as a leader, growing in his faith of this covenant God that he had probably heard of. And uh, I think it's just, you know, the, the dude has has family issues. Uh, the guy's falsely accused of a felony, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's up and down the, the class, you know, he's a, a slave, then he's second to Pharaoh. And um, I think just to watch the invisible hand of God that makes sense through oh, yeah. his story, um, and that's that's one of the things. Like you, you know, you say he's such a pure type of Jesus, and of course he is. But I, for me, it's more helpful. The, the types are great, and I, and I, I sure. love them. But it's more helpful to see, you know, you have Joseph's story at the front of the screen, and to see God in the shadows, kind of moving things. And I, I think that. That makes sense to me. That resonates with me more than this guy's a perfect type of Jesus. And, and that's what that's what caught my attention. You know, here, here here's a guy that, as far as we know, he didn't do drugs. Didn't appear uh, to. Him. You know, he, yeah. he he didn't hang around with wild women. In fact, he resisted <laughs> Ran, the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, he, he wasn't smashed drunk all the time. Right. But yet, what you did is you pulled back the screen a little bit to show us that his problem was not as much the out and out sins right. as it was his attitudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you saw God. I think this is the comforting thing. You just saw God season those. You saw God in a in some ways in a violent way, and in other ways in pretty subtle ways. That at the end of his life, he's a he is a completely different guy. Yeah. You know, um, does not put himself in the place of God. Where at the front of the stories, loving being the center of God's story and. Uh, you know, he's just he's a he's a really fascinating guy. Has uh, some pretty profound self righteousness at the beginning of the story, that God morphs and and you know these redemption stories, uh, you know I'm a sucker for them just because um, there's so many things that I know that God has accomplished in my life and so many things that I want God to continue to accomplish in my life and and I hope my hope is that you know I think that my story is here. Mm -hmm. Henceforth, but my hope is, it if the people who are on this journey with me, like you had so many people who are here your whole tenure, feel like we watched our pastor become more gentle, more trusting, more faithful, more just we watched God change Tim. Not that he was some crazy person, some lunatic, some whatever when he first came, but we saw the hand of God in his life. Um, man, what more can you ask for, right? Yeah, I would hope people would, would see that after me being here for 33 years. Yeah. You've been here for five, yeah. and uh, I have seen that. And, I, and you're very transparent, and, and you talk about struggles and stuff, but yeah. I, I think that perhaps I, more than a lot of people, understand some of the pain that you've had to deal with. Sure, sure. And yeah. your point this morning, that's what makes us yeah. who... God wants us to be, that's not right. necessarily who we want to be. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
So generations, and when you were talking just now, I, my mind went back this morning where uh, you gave us the examples of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, yeah. and all three of those guys were very imperfect, yeah. but yet all of them at the end of life settled into this peaceful place of trust. That's right. Uh, Abraham offering up Isaac like, it's okay. I don't yeah. understand. I don't know how. God's going to take care of it. And uh, Jacob, you know, blessing the, the younger rather than the older, like, I know, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Joseph, uh, the same way. Yeah. You know, you pointed out, you know, in, instead of, you know, all the other guys were idiots and now the perfect type of Jesus comes along. Right. He was just as flawed as everybody else. He was. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, I, we've all had our fill of flanagraph Christian heroes. Um, you know, <laughs> I love it. I'm, yeah. I just don't think it's helpful, and uh, and I think that it it uh, it takes away. There's only one perfect dude in the Bible. Um, let's not let's not take any of the shine off of him, and let's acknowledge the type of people that God saw fit to use, and let's see ourselves in that. But we're all looking up at Jesus. Yeah. And it worries me <clears throat> whenever we. You know, we even call like the hall of faith, mm -hmm. right? No, no, no. <laughs> like, these were broken people that God, God did profound and sovereign things to bring them to a place of faith. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a cape in the closet. And, uh, and, and just to be able to see God, God's hand in their story so that we can see God's hand in our story, uh, I think is an important thing. Absolutely. This generational thing, uh, you, you've been following that through Genesis. What, uh, speak into this, how, how should people today look at their own genealogy? Yeah. Uh, past and future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I, I think that it's important. You know, you, you look at, in the negative sense, that, uh, you know, Abraham lies about his wife, then Isaac does it, right? Like, there's all of these sins of the father that get passed down. And I do think that it's important for us to be able to humbly and kindly in an honoring way acknowledge that we have inherited some baggage and to know what that baggage is. I think that it's, it's kind of one of the first steps, mm -hmm. steps toward redemption around those things. So I would always say to people, go to counseling, have mentors, be transparent. Um, know, know, know what it is that you're dealing with. Uh, and then, you know, I always, I always want to be a part of my family tree that, um, you know, I want to have, I want to have good fruit after me, right? I, I want to, whatever, whatever is broken in the, my family tree, I want to be as to the best of my ability and by God's grace, I want it to stop with me, you know? So Ash and I both come from, uh, broken homes. And one of our big things was, man, by God's grace, God's going to sustain our marriage and, yeah. And we want to we want to stop that that legacy in our. Oh, that's good. Um, and so we have a handful of things like that that, um, you know, uh, as big as that and as small as, you know. I don't miss my kids' games, right? I don't. Um, I, our agreement is: you come listen to me preach, I'll come watch you play. Yeah. Uh, and uh, me trying to orient myself in support and care and the, the that's not a big thing. But, uh, but it's a family tree thing. And so I think one is just think in generations. The Bible talks in generations. Our culture doesn't, but the Bible does. Um, acknowledge the good and the bad of what came before. Uh, acknowledge your stewardship of the generation that you're in. And make, by God's grace, uh, you know, as many solid investments 
um, in reconciliation and redemption as you can for the sake of, in my case, you know, Noah, Emma, and Isaiah, um, my kids, and whatever they're going to be, I'm in God's grace. I'm, I'm responsible for them right now. So, Wow. Yeah. That's, that's great advice. Here at Graceway, we have some values, yeah. and uh, you were talking about that other thing we call growth track. Yep. Where you learn to enjoy God, know yeah. Him, and enjoy Him, right, which I right. love that. And uh, and then find friends. Yeah. And and then discover purpose and make a difference. So yeah. you were getting into the purpose thing this morning, which yeah. is getting into my field. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, since <laughs> it I've is. retired as lead pastor, <laughs> yeah. I, I work with a lot of people, helping them through a process to discover their purpose. And you said something so very profound that I think it bears repeating, and I totally agree that discovering your purpose is not the end of the journey; it's yeah. the beginning. Right. Right. Speak to, speak to that. Well, again, you kind of see Abraham, we don't know a ton about Isaac, but Jacob kind of get it, get it later into the story. Um, you know, Abraham has already, I was thinking about this, Abraham leaves in faith his homeland only to get the point later. Mm -hmm. Such an interesting thing. Most of us require God to give us the punchline before we leave, but Abraham is unique in that way. But with Joseph, um, you see kind of this, this dream, this vision, this concept at the beginning, right? And I just, I was thinking how many Christians don't have any language, don't have any perspective, don't have any idea of how important knowing your purpose is mm -hmm. and feel like, okay, now I know it, now I'm good. And there's kind of this period at the end of it Instead of, you know, it, you're, you're on the field now. Like you literally just got your helmet. You just put your chin strap on. And, uh, and it's just interesting to be able to watch Joseph. You know, when he got that dream, like most of us, mm -hmm. this is your purpose. Yeah. Okay, great. That's yeah, all about me. Yeah, it's all about me. And it's like 1% of reality, yeah. right? But what he got was true, and it was part of what God's plan. And you get to watch that unfold in his life. And I just wish that uh, for many of us, we would have a greater belief in the promises of God, his plans and purposes for our life, and that we would see that it, it sends us on a direction. That's what it did with Joseph. And you would have, you, I, I imagine that Joseph, over time, began to say, oh, and was able to look back at that, that dream, that, that yeah. purpose, that whatever. I think in the absence of that, a lot of Christians are just in the wind. We don't have any sense of why is this happening, what is this yeah. connected to. And so you want people to have that, um, you know, stones through the Jordan or that, that staple in their life of, yeah, this, this is not good, this wow. is not fun, but I can tie this back to, to a promise of God or to a, a vision or a purpose that God gave to me. And I'm not, I'm not outside of that. So I'm still trusting that God has some things for me. You know, when I came here, um, I had done some work prior to um, prior to where I was going to be a lead pastor. Mm -hmm. I first did work on if I was supposed to be a lead pastor, right. right? And you know, my pastor and I went through 21 days of prayer, and and it, the the question was very simply: Is Tim a lead pastor? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and Dr. Perry was like, yeah, sure, we'll pray through that. And I got done. I was like, yeah, I think I think I am. And he laughed in my face. He's like, <laughs> yeah, that 21 days for yeah. you. That was not yeah. anyone who knows you would say that you are. But I needed that staple. Yeah. And then it was, 
where and how and all of those kinds of things. Yeah. And in the absence of that first 21 days, the second 21 days would have been a lot more confusing. Yeah. So once I had a sense of this is part of why God has put me on this planet, you know, I, I said to a buddy of mine the other day, I said no to six jobs. Um, all good jobs, a COO, a teaching pastor, a, you know, blah, 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 blah. All of them had something that was outside of what I had design, had heard from God. This is, this is why I have you on the planet, or this is what's happening in this season. And in the absence of that, when all information is valid information, it can be pretty confusing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure I answered your question, but... Uh, yeah, I think you did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that, that was good. Uh, what, what I heard you say is that uh, whether you understand your purpose up front or at the end, yeah. uh, God does have a purpose. Yeah. And even if you know the purpose up front, it's still a plan of next steps. And yeah. what I heard you say about Joseph is the, the problem there. He gets the purpose up front, yeah. and then you think, okay, now I've got to get to work on that. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And God's like, no, first, you have to be sold into slavery. No, first, you. Um, but I, I would imagine, and I obviously don't know because Scripture doesn't tell us. I would, I would love to you know, be able to spend eternity with him, say, okay, when did you know yeah. that God was still, that it was all connected? Right. And it wasn't right away. Right. Uh, but I wonder if at a certain point, maybe he's sitting in the jail cell, and he's like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, uh, and that's a really holy moment. Yeah. I'm going to be here the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, that, I think that once it connected, yeah. then he was like, I'm not going to be here the rest of my right. life. It's just a question of when and how and all these yeah. kind of things. But I think that a lot of Christians, in the absence of a sense of calling or mm-hmm. ministry or purpose, we have no grid by which to interpret circumstance. Yeah. Um, and, and so every idea is a valid idea, a good idea, whatever, and we're just kind of chasing our own tail. Uh, instead of going through a season doing work with someone like you and saying, why am I here, man? Why, why am I on this planet? And... Uh, and then making decisions through that grid. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, the Bible doesn't let us know that Joseph did that. But you do, when you look at the end of his life, you say, oh, I can see why God had to do that and yeah. that and yeah. that and that and that. And, uh, and the more clarity you can have in the midst of it, I think the more comfort. But God's going to do his thing regardless. It's, it's not his plan for us. It Correct. is. It is his plan, period. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and we right. just take the next steps. Yeah, we take the next steps. You step. and I talked just briefly after the first service, and for those that are watching us, you preach the same message twice on yeah. Sunday mornings. Right. Uh, pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as, as much as humanly possible. Sure. But uh, we, we came up with a word, and, and we talked for maybe a minute, yeah. but it seems like everything was pointing to surrender. Yeah. And a word that you really didn't use more than once or twice in the right. message. Yeah. But not in it, the first one, anyways. It, not in the first one, okay, <laughs> which is the one that I heard. Yeah. But it seems like that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. Again, right? I mean, you have Abraham surrendering with Isaac. You yeah. have Jacob surrendering. Uh, you know, when he's when he's um, going back home, and and again, um, you know, he. We all we love that you know what you meant for evil God meant for good and we put on coffee cups and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But there is a um, there's an aha in there yeah. I think for him of okay I, I think multiple things are falling into place. Yeah. 
But the, the verse before it is actually the one that got him there when he says, when they, they're kind of like, hey, you know, dad said to not kill us. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he's like, who am I, what am I, God? Yeah, what am I, God? Exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's actually the verse that we should put on the coffee cups. It, 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 exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what interprets the next verse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that snot-nosed kid, at the beginning of the story, yeah. if you had said, what are you, God? He'd God be like, must what? have made me to be special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I just chose you. Yeah, I just chose you, man. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and so uh, it, it's pretty fascinating to watch God morph him to that place. And that, what am I, God, is a, is a restful statement, yeah. right? Um, trying to play God is a devastatingly brutal thing to do. It, it, it is. I, I, I don't want to jump into Exodus before you get there, but so, I've always been fascinated in the early chapters of Exodus. Moses is out on the desert, and all of a sudden this bush just burst into flames. <laughs> right, right. And there's millions of identical bushes out there. Yeah. So what was the difference? God was in that one. That's Why right. was he in that one and not another one? Because that one was available. <laughs> yeah. Not because it was any more special. Yeah, yeah that's It's right. not that somebody sprinkled holy water on it. It yeah. was just there. That's the one. Joseph, yeah. Abraham, you, me. Yeah. We're just there and God said, okay, take this next step. Yeah. And I think I, you know, all the I can hear all the the theological. What are you saying? No, don't don't <laughs> hear more than we're saying. We're saying he's just a guy. Yeah, he's just exactly. a guy. He was just a bush, um, but God brought this guy through a journey to ultimately bring him to a place of trust in who he was and in who God was. A journey that had a lot of pain. Had a lot of pain, but the reality of it is, and you know, this is this is a very unpopular sentiment most of us are more like Joseph at the beginning than we would like to think. Yeah. And most of us need, obviously, I, you know, sold into slavery and falsely accused, not, not saying the specifics of it, we, we need valleys. Mm -hmm. We need valleys where God, God is big and we are small. We need valleys where God is wise and we are foolish. We, we need those experiences. We don't want them, but we shouldn't avoid them because what they produce in us ultimately leads us to the place that not not just that God wants us to be but leads us to the place that your heart needs to be yeah you said something that that I made note of as well that when we're in the valley the temptation is to stand on a mound and yeah. call it a mountain yeah right right yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean by that well Speak I just into that I just think that we uh, our equilibrium's all off on this we're trying so desperately to stay out of the valley I'll take the long way to not have any hard seasons, not have any. And once I get in a hard season, I want to get out as quickly as possible. And what it does is it messes up, it messes up the horizon, right, in our in our eyesight that we think, I'm, this is it. This is the best that it is. And you, and you hear this, right? You hear Christians running through their version of, oh, this amazing thing that happened, and you and you say. Yeah, I, I think God had more. I think God has more than that. I think there, there's a higher. The mountain is higher. Uh, the, the rest is deeper. The celebration yeah. is fuller. But we, because we're trying to stay out of them, we, we, we don't want to go too deep, and we think that that doesn't affect how high we can go. Yeah. yeah. You know, mountain climbers have an expression they call a false horizon. Yeah. 
And, that's and, that, yeah. and that's exactly what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're cr I don't know whether in the Midwest we don't have a lot of mountains to climb. <laughs> Just mountains. Yeah, yeah. It's mountains. <laughs> but if you've ever climbed a real mountain, it, yeah. it's such a temptation. You see, like, there it is. There's the yeah, peak. And yeah. then you get to that. And it's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times what we do is I'll take the false one yeah. because of, of because I, I don't want to, I don't want... I'm afraid to go up any, yeah. high, like there, there's, there's a fear piece in that, but it just, yeah, most definitely. it's just interesting that, you know, mountains are mountains and valleys are valleys and they're, they're all part of our faith. So be, let God walk you through the valley and then let him walk you to the mountain, but don't try to live on the mountain. Yeah. Um, that's not, that's, that is a very American value. And you and I have talked about this a lot, just, um, the, the insistence on abundance and comfort and, you know, happiness and all those kind of things that keep us away from the goodness in mm -hmm. the valley, mm -hmm. but also keep us away from the actuality of the, of the mountain that God intends to provide for us. And you paused and you said, is that really good enough for you? Yeah, right, right. And, and yeah. I think that is the question, especially yeah. in our society. Yeah. You know, is, is it good enough just to know yeah. that you're doing what God wants you to do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Whether yeah. you have comfort or not, whether you have pain or not. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. we're just about out of time. I've got okay. one, one thing that okay. I'd like for you to address okay. <laughs> uh, that I thought was profound. You uh, took us back. Here we are wrapping up Genesis. Yeah. So Genesis opens with the first murder. Yeah. Cain and Abel. Right. And uh, God addresses Cain and his response is, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. And, and then put the other book in, speaking of chiastic elements yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your observation about Joseph? I, I just thought that was beautiful. Well, so, you know, Cain kills his brother and says, am I my brother's keeper? Joseph's brothers try to kill him. And at the end, Joseph gets to a place where he's both capable of caring for them and desiring to care for them. So Cain asks rhetorically, and Joseph actually, this is another way that he's a great picture of Jesus, right? But... Um, says, don't worry, I'll take care of you. Yeah. And, uh, and I was just saying, man, that bugged me. <laughs> it really, really bugged me because I know that whenever I go through a painful season, I want, I want the resolution and the blessing to be for me. Wow. And I hated, <laughs> if I'm honest, that he didn't say a word about himself. Yeah. God meant it for good, and then he talks about being able to care for all these people, and it says that he spoke kindly to them and comforted their heart. So he basically says, God did all of this to me for you, you. which is also another great picture of Jesus. But um, I just it bothered me because I thought to myself, would I go through some of the seasons that God has brought me through if I knew it was for somebody else? And had he been revengeful, uh, he was powerless in prison, yeah. powerless when he was sold into slavery. Yeah. But when they finally reconnected, he had the power to have had them killed instantly, or at the very least inflicted even more pain than he had experienced. And that, and that is, yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have hung on this rim, but that is, when you talk about the sovereign timing of God, right, that he did not arrive in that position before his character could hold, uphold it. Yeah. Um, because if snotty little Joseph yeah. had been second in, in Egypt, you know all those guys are headless. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and yet, that's the beautiful thing about this guy, is to, A, attribute it to God, yeah. 
and B, be in a position to say, yeah, God took me through all of these things to care for you, and I want to, and I will, even though I have the ability now to do what you actually deserve. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to give it to you. And to, and to see that many times God takes us through seasons to enlarge us for someone else's blessing. And you, you set that up today by saying on the pathway to purpose, yeah. the temptations were pain and power. Yeah, right, right. And yeah. I, I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up yeah, for today. Yeah. Uh, so much more that I'd like to yeah, talk yeah, about, yeah, as always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for joining us today and uh, hope that you enjoyed Let's Talk. And we will be right back here at the same time next week. Thanks for tuning into the Graceway Experience. Hope we can talk again sometime.